Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious, Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye! This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Bumble. 
Hey, everybody. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Welcome to Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole. We are a weekly podcast where we have on queer folks from all walks of life. They tell us the tales of how they came out to friends, family, and the world at large. Because who amongst us doesn't love a coming out story? Mm, you were switching up. it up. You were switching I know. up. I have to switch it up. I felt like I appreciate I wanted to you meeting give, me where I'm at. Yeah, I wanted to with my hey y'all give everyone a hug, like with my voice and a consensually hug yeah. with my voice. This is if ever we're gonna jazz up our opening a little bit. This is the day. If you are listening to yes. this episode on the day that it has dropped, it is. National Coming Out Day, which I always describe as the podcast birthday, despite the fact that we actually premiered in June, and that is not accurate. But it's also Christmas slash Hanukkah, we decided. Christmas slash Hanukkah, yes. Mm -hmm. It's all the things. And we always try to have a a bit of a special episode for National Coming Out Day. Uh, And this year, we are absolutely thrilled to be here with Janet Varney. Hello, Janet. Oh my gosh! I don't feel worthy of your special coming out day no, episode. No, st- this I'm is stop what an honor right for there. me, though. You are more than worthy. You are you are beyond worthy. We're so thrilled to have you, um, Janet. Thanks for having me. Janet is is uh, perhaps I don't know what she's. You do so many things that I was going to say you're best known for uh, Legend of Korra, but I don't. It depends on it depends on your viewing habits. Uh, Janet is an actor, uh, both a, a whole body actor. And I a wish everyone could see actor. the weird robotic movements that, that were happening right now. You know how they're always calling us full body actors or voiceover <laughs> actors. I'm trying to get it to catch on. Yeah. Um, a, a face Janet, actor. A face. A face Actor, a face yeah. actor, yeah, a face, uh, a, per, a, a face, a faces and normies. We call it, people who don't face act are normies, and then faces are. Face. Yeah. Um, Janet has done so much that if you don't recognize uh, her visually, you almost certainly recognize her voice from, as I said, Legend of Korra uh, uh, is one of the most notable things you've done. Uh, you were on You're the Worst, uh, yes. which is another fantastic series. Um, and I know you, uh, or when I first uh, discovered you uh, on my screen, was in a show called Burning Love, which is so, yeah. so funny. It's a... Parody of of The Bachelor and those type dating reality shows. It is a who's who of people working uh, in comedy today. Um, and Janet uh, played a lesbian character uh, on this. Pre- there was a lot of plaid. I remember you wearing a lot of plaid shirts. <laughs> um, and I did yeah. the thing that I think every... I recently saw a, a TikTok about this. It was like every queer women, woman watching TV, and it's like anytime you see a queer female character, you immediately pick up your phone. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you look up the yeah. actor, and then Google yeah. relationship, yeah, mm-hmm. or you Google <laughs> queer, or you Google gay. Uh-huh. Like, you're just like... Yeah. You're a detective for those 10 mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> a thousand percent. Um, yeah, so I'm certain I did that at the time, and... Back when that aired, I think maybe nothing would have turned up for those searches. It was like 2012, 2013 or something. It would have been. Yeah. I mean, it should have corresponded with. And I'm trying to think of when I started doing the JV Club, because that was I guess mm. I tur- that turned 10 this year. 
so yeah, I guess all of that stuff was kind of, and that's when Legend of Korra came out. There was a, I guess there was a lot that happened. In yeah. Fact, now that I think about it, I would say like 2011 was one of, was like my seventh year in LA and everything like that I, that I had that was consistent just went away oh, and by, either by choice or not by choice gotcha. and uh in like both it was one of those like oh well if this is if, if this is I'm not going to do this anymore I might as well also not do this or be with this or do that and so <laughs> when I think about like then 2012 became the year of like oh you open yourself up for stuff like mm. then a bunch of stuff sort of happens and that's a good like reminder yes. that you letting go of things can open those doors and it feels like such a cliche that's not real when you're making hard decisions but oh God, it kind right. of is real it is so yeah. real i mean it's yeah. it's similar to why like you know <laughs> when you break up with somebody out of a relationship that's not great anymore as sad as it is like often that clears space for a lot of self-growth and like amazing new things to come in and whatever and same with moving like you know like moving from a house for or sure. an apartment that you're that you've been attached to but maybe have grown out of or something it just shakes it up it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Mix it yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah. Often it takes an out- outdoor uh, outside force to like come in and be like an outdoor no. force. I'm gonna yeah. push an you out outdoor of the nest. Force. That would be For an sure. outdoor force if you're For being sure. pushed out of a nest. I'm just yeah. Anyway. yeah. Just... <laughs> no, but yeah, I, but you're right. I mean, I think I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like the only thing that would be updated would be someone else's contribution to wikipedia and like there's a whole string of like someone reading something to me from wikipedia because i never go there and me being like what why would it say that please go in there and add this and then like then someone recently told me that there's an actual mention of that like and then janet heard that it was on wikipedia and was like <laughs> correction it started to get super oh, meta no, so i'm like, not really sure what's on there now but oh, you're oh, inceptioning your own wikipedia. no the reason oh, why i bring it up though is because at the time that I did search you, I did not find anything relevant to my word searches. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. She's just a really funny actress playing a lesbian. And I let yeah. it go to sleep in my mind. And then <laughs> more recently, literally, it's probably, I mean, it's certainly within this past year, but there was something that I saw on social media about you indeed being part of the queer community. And it was like, I just felt so validated from years ago being like, ah, oh, that's so It exciting. also makes me feel validated because that means that you, I mean, I hope you weren't Googling it because you were like, I find her unbelievable as a girl who likes girls. That like, was very much not my reason. If, so if it was the opposite, then uh, I feel also vindicated. Like, no. I knew she was too good not to be queer. I was not Googling it with like a skeptical eyebrow raise. No, that was not my reason. But I was so excited more recently when I found out that you indeed were part of the family, not in a mafia yeah. way, in a queer way. Uh, and I no, know I am we... also in the mafia. Are you not oh, supposed to say that? I'm Ooh. so sorry. Ooh. I did not mean to invalidate your mafia identity. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is... Thank you. It's very important. But, no, I. So I reached out to you because I knew that we knew people in common. And once I did find out that we could have you on the podcast, I was like, I'm going after it. Uh, And it took us months to coordinate because you are working and so busy and doing all these amazing projects. Uh, But we're absolutely thrilled to have you for National Coming Out Day. No, Um, it means the world to me. I'm so moved. And I think there's something really charming about the irony of someone (laughs) telling me I had come out and me being like, when when was I in? <laughs> when when was I 
when was I in? Like, that what? is a thing, though, that happens. I remember once reading, like, a Jodie Foster quote when everyone was, like, leaning on her to, like, make it official. And she said something along those lines where she was like, hey, I was never in. I just, yeah. like, I was famously private. don't talk about anything in my personal life. Yeah, yeah so there's this sort of... For good reason. And, and with National Coming Out Day, I feel like, what an ironic day to talk about it, because there is all this sort of, like, pressure yeah. and stuff to, like, be vocal about it. But no, I love a subtle under-the-radar... Like, I love that I just accidentally discovered that you were, in fact, queer. That's, like, a beautiful... Let people discover these things in their own time, both on their I'll own ends it. and fans of them. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'll take it. I think well, it's perfect. We, Lauren and I, like, at one point in some sort of rebranding conversation, we were we did say that we were going to incorporate this on the pod. And every once in a while, I think about it, and I'm like, what did why, did, why haven't we done that? Uh, but we did right. say that we like almost we wanted to update our like intro to say you know like um, for coming out stories until we don't need them anymore kind of thing That's and like right. because yeah. there really is this like. Uh, you know, you look at, at 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 the stories that are being told and things, and and a lot of there's a lot of pushback against like doing a coming out story in a sort of narrative form on series and things like that. Yeah, because they're like, we are more than just our coming out stories. Like it's and we are, um, yeah. and so it's funny because we sit in this interesting position of like. Yeah, you know, I like. Do I want to see more than coming out stories right now? Yes, all yeah. caps. And yeah. also, there are still yeah, people yes, coming and. out all the time who then yeah. need resources. And so it is, sure. it's both. And I really do think that, like, until it becomes this, like, well, I never had to be in or out. And I'm just right. me, you know, right. that, like, we the coming out stories will still be relevant as subtle or overt as they are, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we, like, it just it doesn't take much to step outside the kind of comfort bubble of oh my God. living in the world that I live in and, you know, going to, I mean, I told this story semi-recently, but, you know, going to a con for you know, Cora stuff and being in a place in the country where, I mean, I had a little pinches of it here and there, but usually when you go to a Comic-Con, no matter where you are in the country, it's where all the people are who mm -hmm. are weirdos and wonderful <laughs> yeah. and compassionate and open and that's yeah. where they go. And this was a place where, you know, I just like I like no one I mean I just there was it was so clear something was wrong like something's up what's going on like no one's talking to me <laughs> like what's happening and then at a panel um, a, a sweet uh, kiddo came up and was you know just like really struggling to sort of get the words out and was talking about um, their experience being queer in sort of this area and it wow. was like silent and then there was just like some couple of brave applauders Ugh. and I was like oh, okay like I'm wow. finally having the experience that I kept thinking like I don't know like I'm just not having that experience I mean I'm hearing the stories and of course the stories are real and of course I'm not I don't mean to you know in any oh, way underscore like under you know what am I saying under Undercut. underscore no under, that's the yeah. undercut yeah. thank you I definitely <laughs> no, don't want to underscore it I don't want to put a score under it that gives <laughs> no, it wings it doesn't um, need <laughs> opposite opposite um, I'm not suggesting that any of that isn't real but sure. it definitely was like I I <laughs> as we've all been saying for the last couple of years, like I I thought I had a handle on my privilege yeah. of mm -hmm. how liberal my world is. Mm -hmm. 
And just because I have relatives in the South who don't approve or just because I go around and I hear people's coming out stories one one on one because I do these cons does not mean that I am having the experience of being alienated from a community. And so when I found out that that's what was going on, um, I was so hurt and it felt like such a little kid feeling like that Mm. feeling of like being bullied or having your friends just turn on you for a day, you know, and you don't know why, like all the weird tests that kids are doing at any given time, like in terms of socializing. And I was and I and I my face was just hot. And I was like, I had that buildup of steam of like, well, well, I'll make them like me. I'll just go out there and like, I'll change everyone's mind in a day. (laughs) And and I I cycled through all of that so quickly. And then like not long after that, by the end of the day, I was like, I am so fucking grateful that I've had this experience. Like I needed to be smacked around with this a little more Mm -hmm. to empathize on a deeper level with what young people and people of all ages are going through in environments that still are, you know, very rigid and just are not, you know, just they're not yet there yet. They're not there yet. And, no, you know, totally. so it was a, it was a really important experience, but it definitely like galvanized and was like, oh, OK, yes, we need these podcasts. We need your podcast. I feel like we're a very long way from, you know, from the luxury of like oh, coming out, schmumming out like we're so far away. <laughs> Our alternate title. You can change it if, if and when, if and when that ever becomes valid. You're not there yet. But I mean, I, like even on the, I, I feel like I learn stuff on the pod all the time, and being uh, oh, being God, a host yeah. of this pod, I, I feel like I, there are there are really are times where I'm like, oh my God, what if somebody down the line takes like something I said on the podcast totally out of context and like blasts it online and like, oh my, and then I don't have the the, and then I have to be like, you have to listen to the whole episode and also the sure. 800 episodes after yeah, that. Prior like, to it. Where like, my mind <laughs> yes. was changed or like it was in yes. the context of this. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I really do like, because there have been moments, I think very specific to the, the privilege thing that you're talking about where like, I can think of one specifically where I was, um, it was about non-binary stuff and it was like uh, me feeling like I, I was confused honestly just about like the number of female identifying people who were then identifying as non-binary people and being like is this just is it is it not only but is it partly because we're like (sighs) rejecting you know what's been put on this was a conversation you know yeah that's a a very reasonable yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and i feel like there was a year ago there was some buzz online and some articles and stuff um but like having not listened to this episode that you're talking about yet of your podcast i'll just say already like I never want anyone to feel afraid. Like yes. you've laid the foundation. You are doing the work. Yes. If you are, if you have to walk around worried that something is going to be taken out of context and then you have to double over backwards to prove that you're not a bad person, I don't want to live in that world at all. No. So well, I'm just going to keep yeah. being a part of a world where y- y- we get to ask those questions. I mean, yeah, you just have, have to be able to, to ask those questions. And what the beautiful thing was, too, like we ended up having a, a, an awesome then follow-up conversation about it yes. with a, a trans woman, a trans listener, um, who I spoke to one-on-one, and then we spoke about it on the pod. And, like... It, 
it was so beautiful and such a also I think the 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 thing that I took away the most from that conversation was this uh, this trans listeners uh, in Alabama um, and like mm-hmm. was you know in the military and had has had to deal with a lot in coming out as a trans woman and sure. and the context of like. She was talking about one of her good friends who's like her only non-binary friend there. And she's like, you don't know how rare this is here for this to happen. It's not it's not happening to the extent that it is where you are. And right. so, like, we hear that and we go, well, yeah. it's not fake, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God. I never meant to say it was fake for anybody. But you know what of I mean? Course. Like, it's like it's not. It actually is uh we have the privilege of over intellectualizing some of this i think is like is like part of it too is that there are people totally get that yeah i'm sure i'm the same yeah for for whom it's such a risk that then us over intellectualizing it is like well, why would I have done this if I took that enormous risk right. in my life? Yes. And we're like, oh, yes. because we're talking yeah. about people who yes. are not risking as much in well, the communities the that thing. they're in. You know, where like, people talk yeah. about how it's yeah. how it's trendy now and people are doing it to be popular, yeah. and that is such a narrow, very specific yeah. view of where it's like, yes, yeah. it's it's uh-huh. maybe trendy at like a Montessori school in Highland Park. <laughs> like, okay, I'll give you that. Right. But like in most places, you're not like this is going to gain me points. <laughs> But like, no. totally. But it's, totally. it's like social media constantly yes. funnels everything at Ugh. us and cr- and creates this. I mean, I you can't take all the responsibility. Like, the, it's a it's weird. Twitter also radicalizes. Twitter also makes what is justified anger. It inflames it, and then oh, we absolutely and it's then, its job. Yeah, it's and then to. somebody who may have had a valid point before gets triggered by a thing, and then instead of signing offline, goes on, and then it becomes this like whole yeah. thing, and everybody's behind a screen, so they're not talking to each other like they would in real life anyway. And then yeah. we take what's happening on Twitter as what's happening on the streets in real life, and it's just not true. Not yeah. to mention that a tiny percentage of actual the actual population is even That's on That's what my friend is always yeah. reminding me of. I'm, I'm always <laughs> reminding you too. I'm like, I don't know what's because you're like, because you didn't hear about this thing and I'm like I'm not fucking <laughs> on Twitter. I don't Listen. know. It's true that I stay off as much as possible. I get in, post a thing about something I'm working on, respond to my get ads in and get as, out. as That's needed. That's mafia side Do of not, you. I never <laughs> scroll. I'm, I'm, as I said, I am a member of the mafia. I gotta get in. <laughs> And you get out. Um, Yeah. Well, and I also like I've I for the many things that I do wrong for myself or to myself. (laughs) uh, I am I am like when people when I say I'm not on like I oh no I don't just because you see I've posted something on Instagram please don't assume that I know you've had a baby like I do not scroll I will never see that you had a baby I love you please tell me you had a baby like just send an email it's cool um and same with like stuff on Facebook or whatever you know um so I've definitely been caught up for that and I feel terrible about that but um I I definitely know how sensitive I am and I know what makes me feel bad. Mm. And I am very good at avoiding that. Mm. Now, that doesn't Amen. mean that I don't, again, that I don't, you know, lack in self-care in other ways. 
it's not even doesn't even feel like self-care it just feels selfish it's just like if there is a two percent chance i will see something on instagram that in some way will make me feel bad like, it's not worth it so i just don't go there like i've never look up exes i never you know what i mean i've just <laughs> never been that person like i'll find other ways to abuse myself it just so happens that that is not a problem for me oh bless um, you so it's not That's something so i have to bad. actively avoid it's just like now it's so hard like hardwired that you know, I just, it doesn't even occur to me to do it, you know? That is a so beautiful self-awareness that I'd say 90 to 95% of Twitter users uh, lack. But I think <laughs> I think you are making the right choice. Uh, I can't do I, it. My I heart would just cave in on itself. Yeah, it's too, it's you know? too overwhelming. We're not I'm meant not, to I'm deal not with tough all enough. that. I, you yeah. could see it that way, too, is that, you know, I'm just not tough enough to, like, you know, weed through the troll stuff or whatever, yeah. or just any you of mean, that. You're you know, not tough enough to it. deal with every single problem in the world at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And again, <laughs> walk away feeling like, oh, no, like we're beyond repair yeah. as, a, oh, as, a, as, a, as a race. It's, and it's like, no, that's Twitter. That's Twitter. It's like doom sc- scrolling for the know, reason. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. 100%. Anyway, I know we haven't talked about coming out, your coming out story at all, but we've talked <laughs> yeah. a lot. But we're gonna, okay. We, <laughs> what if I was just stalling? That's our time. I can't tell them. They should not have booked me. So I'm just going to be really interesting about things that everyone talks about. Well, no, let's that, start no, super. We love that let's, too. Yes, uh, and let's start super, super basic. Great. Here's what we always great. always ask our guests: Jana, how do you identify? <laughs> well, thanks for asking, friends. Um, I definitely, I think, on an episode of my podcast, not terribly long ago, but you know, maybe a year or two ago. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm. It's it's just always been out there that I'm by, and I didn't give it a second thought. But then I sort of had that moment where I was like, "Well, ho- wait, hold on." Like, because someone was like, "Oh, I'm so so exciting that you're by," and I was like, I had to do that old lady thing where I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa hold up." Does that include like non-binary folks? I'm like, no, then you would be pan. And I was like, oh, okay, well then I'm pan. Like, they're just sort of a non-issue. But you're like, oh, I guess I should adjust that because I certainly, I certainly don't close the door on someone who identifies neither as male or female so like if i'm attracted to someone i'm attracted to them i guess i'm pan you know is that i mean well good news is that right i don't know do you want to fill this one as our as our bisexual i mean you're in luck help me you can you're welcome to adjust the label but you do not have to okay all right it's this is great okay yeah i i get i my heckles go up a little um when someone who is not uh, bisexual it tells somebody else who is bisexual that they cannot identify that way because they are attracted to more than just two genders um, okay. because it's not true because uh, even going back like like into I mean years ago like like decades ago uh, people were using the definition of bisexual sometimes to mean you know attraction to uh, same sex opposite sex but then also uh, my gender, other genders. So the got bi it, it. being on that spectrum. Gotcha. Um, so gotcha. people really, and like, I mean, I facilitate, uh, often facilitate the, the bi group at uh, the LGBT center. Mm-hmm. And so I would say the vast majority yeah. of everybody in that group identifies it that way like like um uh they'll also be like yeah my pan whatever you know like right. th- people say that um but and we have uh, several trans people in our group too so like the and non-binary people who are all yeah. identifying as bisexual hence oh, well, being in the group and yeah. so it's like yeah okay. so we've had this conversation and people are like well 
you know, but whatever, you know, but yeah. like, yeah. So th- that okay, is very, this is very helpful. Yeah, Cause I was so, like, yeah. I just don't want it to seem like I'm being no, reductive in no, no, some no, no, way no. to there, like, you there know, there was like a, there was like a little, like a number of years know, ago, it was like a West side story thing yeah, a little bit like a between by and pan. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh my God, you know, again, it feels, yeah. Again, it's like, yeah. I, think, I feel like at yeah. this point, Bai and Pan are like solid handshake. Mm-hmm. Like, oops, awesome. we had a little scuffle, <laughs> but <laughs> now we're both cool with each other. Yeah. Whatever word feels right is like, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that's okay. what it comes down to. I think we we've spoken about we spoke about this even last week that or two weeks ago um, that like often it's a it's along generational lines because like a lot of us had sure. by as the yes. as the word and so that is the that was and the that light was bulb the furthest out like crazy so nuts to be bisexual <laughs> yeah. yes exactly like that news we cover we've talked about that news oh we cover God. before oh they God. just had three people on it in like shadows and it was like <gasps> the other sexual it was just like so exotic <laughs> you like, know the one who wants to have sex with everyone <laughs> Yeah. all the time and hurt there people because of it yes exactly <sighs> and so and yes. so there's like i think especially for those of us who came out during that time and then like fervently had to defend the mm-hmm. label the idea of just being like nah, i don't care it's not the, it's not my label anymore and right, blah, 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 right. is like very disingenuous to to a lot of us um and yeah. m- makes us be like well this is just another way of misunderstanding us why are you misunderstanding yeah. us again yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? yes. and this time within the community i'm like please yes. don't do that you know um yes. so like so uh, it, i think it depends but we uh, like we had on a 25 year old a few weeks ago who also identifies as bi over pan just because that was the word that that she found that felt right yeah. um, but she her partner is trans non-binary so it's like yeah. I, you know uh-huh. whatever <laughs> i think it's just whatever word you found that felt right yeah. that did the thing in your heart where you were like it's me you know yeah <laughs> that makes perfect sense yeah. that makes perfect yeah. sense yeah. um well yeah so i guess that's the as that is as uh nebulous of an answer as no, i could possibly give it led to it. me finding out new stuff which is awesome Love it. and um, so yeah and so i really I'm so interested in hearing what you I mean we talked off mic about how there's not like one moment where like you put you arranged the yeah. chairs in a circle and sat everyone down and was like I have to tell you all something yeah. uh, which is again for most folks not the I case like, I definitely did not um, have that experience although we embrace people who do come out like that like god Amazing. I mean god bless yeah if you put the chairs in a circle uh, but no <laughs> I'd love to hear like your your story and your awareness because I have like the little bit that I started to read online when I found out you were queer and then I was like close the window because I'm gonna get her on the podcast and hear this in person and we like to hear stuff in real time but the one like sentence or something that I did read was that uh you you sort of came to discover it in in playing and voicing a character what? that was no. okay and that's a lie great uh, we'll take that this, off <laughs> I, I, please someone go in there and Correct. Again, I I'm not asking you to listen to all 488 episodes of my podcast, <laughs> but like it. It, this is so uh, fascinating. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love this. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then. So then, tell us. No, no. I. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. I. 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 I never. I mean, you know, I. The first, you know, kisses I ever had were with girls, and that never stopped. Like I don't. That's nice. you know, I don't. I'm jealous. Like I, you know, I would meet 
I'm, I'm, I don't even remember her last name, so I'll just go ahead and say it. But I would meet Heather, tall Heather, in the little <laughs> ch- concrete cheese. This looked like cheese, but it's like two concrete, almost tunnel shapes that were like connected. It's one of those weird, like elementary school playground items where you're like I don't know why what this <laughs> is like this seems it's not a tunnel you children. crawl through it's not a slide <laughs> it's just like it looks like swiss cheese in that it's like but it's like imagine two cups made of concrete and then cut uh-huh, swiss uh-huh. cheese holes in them uh-huh. like oh, I you know can what peek you out from the swiss mm-hmm. cheese at this hole you can crawl through the the bottom swiss oh, cheese you. cup cuz you can you. A, a little kid can fit through there and there's two of them side by side why i don't know but anyway that's where we would meet and make out in that's elementary school that's the make school. out point for elementary and then, school yeah students. and then missy i used to stay with missy after school like after i finished school in elementary school uh, her mom was home before my parents were um, and this is before like the extended day program started in magnet schools where you could just be at school till like 530 mm-hmm. and then get home at dark <laughs> because you had no parents to let you in. Um, and Missy had a bunk bed and the bunk bed had curtains and like so the bottom oh. bunk had curtains. So that's where like I would play doctor, etc. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just all the cliche stuff that you find out about and like try. But we she would separate us. So we would be supposed to be taking naps in two separate rooms. But we had like all these like sly tactics to where we could end up in the same room and wow. like smooch and stuff. And, they're, um, and of oh, course, man. they're like, oh, they're just being like rambunctious kids. They're finding yeah, for sure. a way to, for you know, sure. cheat the nap. And you're like, yeah, for you sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm cheating the nap. All right. This <laughs> adrenaline rush is the opposite of a nap. <laughs> Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that, that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli. And it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here's some facts. Factor 
They make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And where did you grow up? Where was this? In, uh, in Tucson, in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, and so there, you know, I just sort of had like versions of that until, um, until I guess, you know, whenever you start getting serious about that stuff and then it starts mattering in a different way where right. like, you know, I have a friend who I did not name just now who I would say I had like the most experiences like that with over a very long period of time who, you know, who denied to me that that, you know, was like, oh, no, that's not what, you know, I, I don't remember it that way. Or that's not what happens. Like, oh, OK. Like, I I love this person. This person is not really in my life anymore. They have a very different lifestyle. And, you know, and like whatever's going on there, like, you know, that they don't that, that they don't want they don't feel like the intense stuff that was going on was maybe worth remembering or going through but like it was over years yeah Yeah. it's just they like can't i mean you know not to obviously i know this person whatever but it's like you there are there are there are people and i think we all do this to certain extents but there are people who need to compartmentalize stuff like that in order to move forward like in order to just be able to have the life that they think they should have or whatever right. it is because if they like pull back the curtain on that on that mm-hmm. experience and memories then it yeah. just opens a pandora's box that then they have to deal yeah. with and that might like upset the equilibrium so it's like right. no that never i wasn't that never yeah. happened you know and then yeah. and i truly believe that often with a, a lot of those people some of them being in my family um uh, <laughs> like i don't mean gay shit but i mean like it just like in general denial stuff right like i do think that there is an extent to which 
you convince yourself that that was true. I think that's oh, because that's you have to. So it's that's not that you're lying. You've yeah. like you've really yeah. you've really added the memory. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 I mean, like to to de- definitely. You know, she's she's a great person, and mm. you know, I I absolutely love her, and and I have no doubt that she thinks very fondly of me. So it's not that you're no, right. It's, it's not, you know, it's something else. Whatever that whatever it is, it's something else, and yeah. we're all on our own path, and that's totally yes. fine. So I don't exactly. resent her for that at all. It was more just, and you know what? I haven't talked to her about it in so many years. It's possible if I brought it up tomorrow, she would be like, no. Yeah, Yeah, I do remember. You know what I mean? Like, the last conversation I had about that was like, 15 years ago? I know, oh, right? yeah, that you know, could be and then that person was not in my life for a long time. So you never know. You never know. Um, mm. but, the climate uh, but yeah, is so different now. The that climate's it's very like, different. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, and also, um, I mean, like Nicole was saying, we both facilitate different groups for the LA LGBT Center. And like, as also, I used to facilitate their coming out workshops. And the number of folks in those workshops who are in their 50s or 60s is like, it's a lot. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of people will come to that realization later. And then they yeah. talk about the stuff in their youth and how they shut it down. And, and they just yeah. need a little longer to deal with it. So For sure. We all yeah. just yeah. Never to know. survive, you know? For and, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, Absolutely. but it is hard. I will say, though, in going back to, you know, making it about you, um, it uh, as you are the guest on this podcast. Um, uh, but I, I will say, though, like that can on the other side of that, even though it's understandable, it feels really alienating and isolating because you're yeah, like, and like right. shame, shame, yeah, and shame because you're like, why am I okay with like, uh-huh. why do I celebrate this? And, and yeah. yeah, and also That's true. like you start going into your mind and you're like, was it just me? Was I the only right. one feeling that mm-hmm. way? Yeah. Like, and then you start, you're like, ga- it's a gas lady, right? Like, and it, yeah. it's that whole thing. And it can feel, you can be left feeling very alone in your own experience and your own memory of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's hard, you know, and not that that the other person ever intends that, but that is often the unintended consequence. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. The, yeah. No, that's yes. a good point. Yeah, I've been yeah. on the receiving end of that many, many times, and it is not awesome. It's not uh-huh. fun. <laughs> but when that, when you were having the, those experiences, was there? Because you talked about like the kind of moment where things become like less playing doctor sure. and more like mm-hmm. I'm becoming mature and understand what feelings are. Yeah. Um, did was that awareness, that like dawning awareness for you, was that like? like fear like oh god oh no i hope i'm not a lesbian or was that like oh this is interesting like how did that register with you internally as you realized like it was actually meaningful in some way you know i just i i i'm i just have i've been so 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 lucky because i never have been confronted directly by anyone challenging that or you know like I was still quite young when my mom who is and her family are in my mom is has died but but she was Mormon 
to a degree. Uh, okay, gotcha. And, and, but she had been married to, for example, like the, she was married to a man before my dad who was uh, Mexican. And she experienced racism. Like she experienced mm. racism as a white woman being married to Jorge. Mm. And so for her, like one of the things that was really important to her as, again, I have to say, bleeding heart liberal public school teacher, like... <laughs> Not, you know, that there's plenty of Mormonism that is aligns more with like the right, but there actually are a lot of like, you know, people who are just like, I just think it sounds cool. It's like Scientology, but by Carl Sagan. Like, there's definitely some like grooviness to certain Mormons. Anyway, that's great. Point being, she like, we were driving in her little Toyota one day, and I have no idea what we were talking about or why we're talking about it, but it was like a conversation that was kind of being directed by her and she was because I at some point she was like and that's why I just want to make sure you know that I don't care who you fall in love with I don't care if he's black white Asian like I don't care who he is I'm Mm. gonna love him because you love him and before I could even like think about whether I should say it I was like what if it's a girl and she was like um (laughs) I mean of course it of course i mean yeah i mean yeah yeah you know yeah yes of course if it's a girl like she just sort of you know was like well as long as we're talking about it like you know she just sort of was like yeah uh oh i don't know sure you know but she wasn't it definitely wasn't like we're not talking about this like i'm closing the door yeah Yeah, Um, that's awesome and how um, like, you were in high, yeah. when, high school? I don't remember. I, oh no, way! No, I was definitely younger than that. Like oh, it was. Okay. No, I That's was definitely huge. younger than that. That's yeah, really no, cool. I was. I was. I mean, maybe, maybe probably junior high. I would say, like not so little that because mm. there was a point at which I had a terrible relationship with my mom, so I never would have said that at a certain okay. point. But like as we were trying to like figure things out when I was in, and actually, you know what? Junior high is a sweet spot because junior high we had a better relationship and I hadn't started using drugs and like listening to, you know, the cure, (laughs) worrying her. So we would not have had that conversation if I were in high school. By the time I was 13, like all communication about anything like that had been shut off and replaced with like sulking teenager stuff. That you were that young and you were like, Oh, you had that awareness. That I mean, in a way, it could, it's her fault really because cool. she teed it up. You she know what I mean? It it's like, yeah. whether he be a this or he be a that, you know, like at some point well, you're like, like what if he well, be I a can't she? think of one other. Like, <laughs> I feel like you're laying she? this out so carefully. Like, I can only ask this question. Yeah. You've set this, you've teed it up, mom. Yeah. Um. So, and then, you know, my dad, like, uh, listen, I don't know what my dad knows or thinks he knows. Like, he's absolutely <laughs> been told, like, no, you know, like, remember when I was like mm-hmm. in my room with the door closed, like, and he was like, and he's just like, whatever, babe. Also, I've been vastly overshadowed by the only other child in my dad's side of the family, my cousin Julian, who's okay. older than me and who's like my brother, uh, because we don't have siblings and, you know, we're just, we have each other. You're an only uh, child? And he's, I'm an only child. Only child. I'm an only okay, child. Cool, cool. There you go. I see you. I yeah. see you. Yeah, we have uh, our own issues. Got yes, it. Yes, indeed. Uh, Julian, also only child. Julian, trans man. And so he just like swept it with like, he oh, was gosh, a black sheep yeah. of the family. His whole process of, of self-discovery was very, it was a very hard road mm. as it is for many people who are older than yeah. us, than me. Um, and so... 
I feel yeah. like by the time, you know, Julian came out as trans, because he had been out as gay for many, 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 many years. Um, and when he came out as trans, like the four of us, because that really kind of is our family on my dad's side, everyone was just so like bored by it. You know, he's like, oh, <laughs> I need to tell you. And I, we all felt so bad because like to a person, each one of us was like, oh, of course. <laughs> of course you're trans. Like. I'm so glad you, I'm glad that we can like move forward. Like I'm so behind this. I'm, I'm so behind this. And he was like, okay. Yeah. So not having any like earth shattering, like bracing yourself and you know, your mom and your uncle and your cousin are just like, yeah, totally. Of yeah. course. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, like congrats to 100%. all the people out there today or yeah, I guess yesterday who came out to like just anti- climax you know <laughs> just, i know like, isn't that lovely and this is my yes. truth and then everyone's yes. like yeah mm-hmm. got it you know? <laughs> you know, best. that makes me so happy yeah. yes absolutely and he's so grateful for that and he's yeah. we were just talking about um we were talking about that and like how lucky we both feel to be in the family that we're in and how empowered yeah. we feel to you know to be in that family so at the, this takes us all the way back to my original statement which was like i've just been very lucky because you know, I wasn't like I went to a high school where I don't know, like I went to a public high school, but there was also a public magnet high school, college prep school that like that. that so it was like a bunch of smart weirdos. And then <laughs> there, we then regular weirdos who were I don't know what that means. Normies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like there was Not a real mix actors. of there was a mix of arts and academics being also very important. Mm-hmm. And I never went to a football game. I never went <gasps> to neither. a pep rally. Mm-hmm. I never like I didn't know anyone who was a cheerleader. Like, I just didn't. So nice. It was just not part of my reality mm-hmm. not in a bad way i was like go 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 do it you guys are awesome like whatever um but that just was not something that was part of my reality as sure. i recall it and so you know i you know people now <laughs> let me say this did i have out gay boy friends in high school no sure. like i think i had one and Whatever his experience was outside of like hit our social circle, I shudder to think. So I'm not yeah. saying that like Tucson was like so groovy that, you know, no one was in trouble. I just was very lucky in that like yeah. somehow was sort of hopscotching through these communities that just weren't confrontational about that stuff. So t- two girls would be walking down the hall holding hands and it, like girls kind of could get away with more. Like, mm, you know, people yeah, would yeah. just sort of be like they're either close or they're together or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I just I just didn't see a lot of bullying in that way That's by high school. very cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was a very so. And again, I was like, you know, hanging out with a bunch of hippies and punks and like people were just sort of like I think they were just more open to that but again I'm sure if I called one of my like punk rock like boyfriends who I'm pretty sure was gay but I never saw him be gay and I never also saw him with a girlfriend I'm sure his story <laughs> within that same city was like vastly yeah. different from mine yeah. you know I'm sure it was like I'm sure I just want to leave room for anybody listening to this who like has had an experience in that. We'll pla- have like, them I just contact wa- us. We'll have I'm you right, on the yeah. podcast. I'm so ready to accept that. Like again, I was so lucky. Yeah. I was so lucky. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So I didn't. So you know, the hardest stuff was like, 
you know, just kind of like navigating like friends that you sort of had feelings about and didn't know what to do with them. And then friends that, you know, you did something about the feelings and then that sort of ruined your friendship. And it's likewise with 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 you know opposite sex stuff exactly too. yeah um, oh, sure. so it's it not just... that different it's but there is but i would say there is a different level of like who can i talk to this about or like yes it, it feels like you i don't know for me with girlfriends where you know things got physical and then for whatever reason it didn't work out it felt it did feel more like we'd ruined something bigger yeah. or that we'd done so we'd failed something in Ugh, a way that like God, oh you yeah. you date a boy and like it doesn't work out that's what everyone expects it's high school yep. but when you're like oh no like but all the letters we used to write each other and like you know all that stuff and then and then it just feels weird now that felt like it just had such a different weight to it and i think honestly that 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 sort of and maybe and i'm would love to hear from you guys about this, but like that tends to sort of create like inertia of continuing to be in more straight relationships because <laughs> you become very afraid oh of God. that. And because like as a person who is bi, when you go out into the community and I love the community, but like when I, when I went a long-term relationship with a guy that I, by the way, was only friends with like I think we would both agree like wasn't that a fun seven years of being buddies you know that ended and I you know called a couple of my girlfriends and was like ladies like let's put me on display like where are we going like where you want to go and and, you know West Hollywood like introduce me to some people and they were like absolutely and by the way, at the time I was like, and you do know Jodie Foster, is that right? Because I was obsessed with Jodie Foster as any good queer girl was. I had a wall of Jodie Foster, like every Shoot article, every poster, everything. I had to see all of her movies. I had to know like encyclopedically about every movie she'd ever been in. Um, the only thing I didn't know that much about was Hank Lee because I was like, she wouldn't want me to know that. Like that's not... She doesn't she, like. She doesn't want to give him the attention of me knowing anything that about that. So I'm never gonna beautiful. learn about. It. <laughs> I love that you do that. I feel like because then in your mind you're like, when I do get into a relationship with her, yeah. I can tell her that I actively made totally. that choice, and she will totally. be so blown away. Totally, <laughs> totally. And Jody was single for a hot second. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, please, let's make this happen. And then like a week later, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's dating someone way younger than you and i was like already damn what are you saying that's what an oscar gets that may have been short-lived i have no idea i'm like here i am telling tales out of school about jody's life i'm so i I feel feel terrible she's married to ellen's ex-girlfriend and very typical oh my god there you go yeah Yeah. god damn it it's so typical right it's hard Mm -hmm. but and 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 also like and for totally understandable reasons again it's the sort of cyclical stuff where they were like you might have trouble like you might fall for somebody who's like i don't need you leaving me for a guy like and and i totally get that i totally get that you know you understand why that exists um and it's heartbreaking so it's interesting that you know i feel like and i've said this before and, and and all due respect to my amazing partner who i love and would die for um i have no idea what would have happened if i could have felt the way i feel you know 20 years later like I don't know Mm. because I feel like had I gotten more permission socially to be the person that I was in a more outweigh in a more overt way 
to where like if I wanted to meet like the girls I got involved with I met and we like you know like either one of them like you know it, it was like we we either didn't say anything about it really or everyone kind of assumed it or somebody was coming out you know had already been out in a long-term relationship with somebody else and so there was just not a lot of like presentational queerness Mm -hmm. um in a way that i think there is now and so when you do meet people like the idea of trying to date like on a dating app now and trying to meet women or anyone who's not a straight male, to be honest with you, is so intimidating to me. You yeah, know, I can and, tell you, and, I, and I wouldn't go on, like, when that relationship <laughs> ended, this was, this has now been, you know, like 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago, I was like, what do I do? You know? And I really was, like, fully warned, like, uh, you're probably going to, like, the person who will date you is another girl who just got out of a straight relationship. Like, that's, <sighs> that's what you'll get. And I was like, but that seems but i don't limiting like, wait that feels somehow that feels like everyone's just trying something on which like like that's the sort of perception that the outside world yes. is giving you uh-huh. if they're like this is what we feel is permissive yeah. or like this is what's likely to happen so i don't know it's 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 interesting so i i don't like i like i have no idea what my long-term relationships would have looked like if i were in a culture that you know was more inclusive or that was just like more bi friendly, quite frankly. No. Yeah. Um, overtly totally. bi friendly. You know what yes. I mean? Totally. And, and that's not yes. a criticism of anyone and hopefully it's not too big of a criticism of myself, but um, you know, that so so in that way but like again, I was I was never in. I was never in. Like I would I would no, fully sure. kiss a girl in front of people in college. My roommate who was now only been, you know, is now uh has like for the last 15 years uh, identified as queer, as a lesbian, like, um, and now as queer, as different transitions and various things happen, um, was like, I was so fascinated by you because she had just never, like, I was like, didn't you? She's one of my very best friends. Uh, and when she came out to me um, many years ago, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like, but didn't you do? Did you not do any of the stuff I was doing? Like, and she was like, "No." And I would just watch you with such fascination. She's wow. like, "I never kissed a girl. Like, I just had never kissed a girl until she, you know, totally was like swept off her feet by this by this woman." And so again, like, I was never in in that. Like, mm-hmm. if you called her, she would be like, "Oh, I've known her since fourth grade. She was never straight. Like, she was never." <laughs> like known as straight but But it's like when at what point you don't realize when you become a person that someone would even write something on wikipedia about that you don't like like it doesn't it's not a sense of avoiding responsibility it's literally a sense of like i don't know like i did burning love like is that oh i guess i could have just been but like to me that was like that was like every friendship I ever had oh, with someone, which isn't that. to say that I didn't. I mean, I had most of my girlfriends I wasn't attracted to at all. I They were my friends. Like, that was great. Mm-hmm. But for those girls, you know, through speckled throughout my life that I absolutely wanted to sleep closer in the bed with and wondered <laughs> if they were da, 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 all of that stuff. Like, I finally got somewhere to put that, you know, God, that was that character. So and so and I've never. Yeah, I've never been able to do that before or since. So it's just like it was so mm. cathartic for me to get to have like just oh like let's turn all this awkwardness into comedy because there was so oh, much of oh that God, there yes. was so much of that like I know well, you know I think, like I think you know Clay... just like touching someone's face and like, oh your face is so small 
Oh, she doesn't want me to be touching her face right now. Mm-hmm. She definitely doesn't want me to be touching her face. Or like, how, how long she's can not pulling I leave her face away, like, <gasps> my hand on her leg to yes. make an emphatic point before yes. it's like more, but like walking that line that goes <laughs> This no, is like, like my no, whole high school like college this, experience. <laughs> this is yeah. all so relevant, though, to, I would say also specifically bisexuality like we've i mean we've talked about you know the awkwardness of like (laughs) lesbian dating and people needing to make the first move and all of that and like you know all of the wires getting crossed and things like that because we didn't have examples of that and everything and and obviously what was modeled for us in you know heteronormative world had very uh deep gender roles assigned you know to who was the pursuer and who was the pursued and how all of that's supposed to go down and and so then we when it came to two girls they were like what you know and like so (laughs) kind of no matter how you identify whether it's lesbian or or bi or pan or whatever if you're female identifying and you are uh trying to date uh, another female identifying person or somewhere in that spectrum there there is there are questions right Uh, there's awkwardness and there's i feel like for for most of us but i would say there's a particular um there's like a, a another dimension to it when it comes to bisexuality because like i used to um oh man when i i did like a string of videos on the the youtube channel that i had for a little while that were about um bisexuality that was just like a kind of myth busting and just kind of talking about my experience and like inevitably on there i would have and they were the the minority of comments so i'll give you that but inevitably i would have like the jaded lesbian or two who came in and was like you know what but like most most bisexual women just end up with men anyway and it's just like it's that and this like and like if statistically you look at it and you're like let me talk to you about that for a second first of all we were dealing with like 20 years ago and now are like two totally different worlds of dating like if i were released into the world as like a young queer now versus like back then Mm -hmm. i have no idea what would have happened yeah that's exactly what you were saying and i think you know um and because there weren't as many examples it it was genuinely harder to meet women mm-hmm. to really to to know how to navigate those waters on so many levels that then when you had guys and you if you were a person who was also genuinely attracted to men yep. then you had guys who were coming on to you doing the thing where it was clear it was obvious mm-hmm. you understood the the schematic and so it was easier it, it was easier it was just easier and there were there was yeah. just more there were more options there was more um there was just an understanding of how to navigate those waters and then this how to navigate is, those waters yeah. in the greater world too so like yeah. it's not it makes me so mad when i see like well but most you know most bisexual women end up with guys as though that's some innate like like right. thing about our orientation that just you know mm-hmm. we start to skew that women you're just it's experimenting it's it's like it's nurture it's um uh 
again, it's like the the the, uh, the obstacles that you face within the community as a bisexual woman mm-hmm, too. Of and then when you're like, I mean, I guess like if people don't want to date me, I'll just go date guys. Like it's a self fulfilling like, prophecy. You know, it's like yeah. the snake eating its own tail. It's yes. like what you were told, Janet, yes. when you were you know by your when you were like, take me to WeHo, put me on display, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, well, you're probably just, yeah. like here's what's available to you. Yeah. And it's like as a lesbian who primarily has been with bisexual women i am like always like you need to understand you can't have it both ways you can't be like bisexual women are always ending up with men and then be like i don't feel safe dating a bisexual woman it's like why the fuck do you think they're ending up with men yeah. <laughs> like, you can't yeah. take yourself out of the equation and then complain yeah. that lesbians aren't part of the equation like yeah. it's just and well, I, because, do, uh, I think it's getting better but it's just yeah. like and it's all fear-based it's all fear-based it's all, fear-based. Like, it's, it's all we're all vulnerable we're so vulnerable and we're looking for ways yeah yeah how it's do you protect yourself Uh, of what you were talking about of someone being like oh that didn't mean anything to me like it's all like so I have a lot of empathy for it but I'm just like always trying to speak to my people and being like you gotta let go anyone can dump you anyone can cheat on you I have bad news like (laughs) like you're cutting off a huge portion of the community for reasons that are based in fear and trauma and are not accurate and it really sucks for them (laughs) and it keeps the myth going if you're, you know, if you're on board with the idea of, well, I mean, the idea of like it's about the person and not the whatever, uh, like and not the the parts, I guess we if we want to say, right. um, then I don't know. Then like, if they do end up dating a guy after you, then is it? Are you still going to defend the idea that like it's about the per like the person? You know what I mean? You're like, well, yeah. it's not necessarily because you were a woman and that person is a man. Like it's not right. actually yeah, it's necessarily just what being that. bisexual is. Yes, it just yeah. literally is yeah. what it is. Is that you have a 50 for 50 sure. chance, or probably even more than 50 50 chance for all the reasons we're talking about. For sure. Also, like you know, you have the, then you sort of have like the version of like you know the gut like. If you're dating a guy, the guy thinks it's like unintimidating and hot yes. that you mm-hmm. do like girls. And then there, I, and then I had you know a couple of people I dated very briefly who were like, I am 100% uncomfortable with this because I know this means that you will miss boobs <laughs> too much when you're with me and you will cheat on me. Like, like, wow. so that's the insatiable, yeah. it's, that's the insatiable idea of mm-hmm. like, well, if you like both, then you're always going to wish you were in a threesome or a thruple or like, you're always going to miss the thing you don't have. It's like, do you, are you that preoccupied with someone who just like, you've been in a relationship with for a while and like, maybe they just, they're attracted to other people because like, <laughs> it's, it's natural, natural. Be- or what, but like, yes, yeah, but, yes. to, but it's so specific to like, no, but, and the, like, and this person was a, an attorney and they had to be right. Oh, and they God. were like, damn it. it's different. It's different because it's, di- because it's different gender and there's actual things I can't give you that you actually will want. And like, there's no way you're going to be satisfied. It's not your fault. But you're never going to be fully satisfied because you're attracted to women as well. And and it was just so like, I mean, it was it, in many ways it was very easy at that point because it was like, oh, oh no no, like we're good, like yeah, like well, this isn't gonna work. If you're gonna and then he gets me, to be like, yeah. see, I knew it, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Go, it's just... go have your beautiful life with that's... whatever it is that you need, and that's a very fear based response also. But it's just like I I don't know like. I don't I don't feel any more inclined to cheat 
You know what I mean? Like it's just, but it's, but you, but you get, you get it in the sense that again, that point of that was that it is fear based. It's a fear yeah. of not being enough. Like we're yeah. all afraid of not being enough, whether yeah. it's being enough in our work, being enough in our relationship, being mm-hmm. enough to our family, being enough to ourselves. Like who are you showing up for? All of that kind of stuff. And so you know, yeah. for if that's a trigger point for people where they're like, I'm already nervous that somehow I'm not going to satisfy whatever this relationship is, then like it is more intimidating you for that person to be like and now thing. i have to contend with like yeah. soft skin or whatever you know like mm-hmm. no, that's mm-hmm. true. you think is like <laughs> yeah. undeniably like i've got to have it yum 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 it like soft I, skin, yeah. I need it all the time <laughs> well and like i mean again i i, I love like I, not that it's obviously any sort of scientific case study but i i do love like my experience with at biosphere the the, the group through the center because it is a little, it's a, it's a pretty awesome, diverse little slice of bisexual oh, I love people. I love that. And, um, and I can say in the experience of now years in that group that like not all bisexual people are poly. There is, I would say there's more, yeah. um, there's more uh, openness to the idea of it. Yeah. A- because there is an understanding of thinking outside of the box. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like if you're already a couple are, of steps away yeah, from whatever yeah, people exactly. consider normal. Like, like, yeah. like do you, you can conceptualize. I, yeah, yeah, like it. I don't totally. I don't find that people in the group who are monogamous judge the poly people. Yes. Like that yeah. is not, you know, yeah. or they are like, yeah, I've thought about that or I tried it and it wasn't for me. Yeah. It didn't work. You know? Yeah. Like and so it is one of those things where I look at it and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it just comes down to the person. Like there you're are two different poly people and you're going to have yeah. your non-poly bi people and that just sure. is what it is and th- you 100% when someone tells you who they are believe them just believe them like right. like if they're if they're saying I'm I'm satisfied with one person that's what I want believe right. them <laughs> yeah I don't believe them like this yeah anyway totally so where can people find you online? <laughs> <laughs> Probably on your podcast again at some point. I feel oh, very I like this we love part two. Only whet my appetite. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you could. You uh, we've already established my relationship to social media. So if you would like to look at something to know when something I'm doing huh? is happening. Feel free to go to social media. If you at me on Twitter, I'll probably see it. I find it very easy to scroll through like your ads. I find it impossible to deal with DMing on Instagram. I oh, do not so... ever. I've could not. I've looked at it one time in the years I've been on Instagram. So please don't mm-hmm. DM me there. I even have it in my <laughs> bio because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram at the JV Club. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Janet Varney. And yeah, if you if you like this conversation um, and I would love to have each one of you on the JV Club since now we finally met Um, that is a podcast i've been doing for many years and we talk about all kinds of stuff and leave no stone unturned and are very comfortable going from laughing hysterically about something totally stupid to talking about like mental illness or losing a loved one or whatever like i will go wherever the conversation takes me as well so there's it's a good companion to what you are doing in that you know there's lots of fun coming out stories and not and and much later coming out stories from because i talked to people about their teen years so mm-hmm. you, we've had the most amazing diverse 
like response to, you know, who, what was your dating life like? What was your sexuality like? You know, were, how aware were you of yourself? And, you know, and, and that inevitably sort of leads to like whenever someone does, you know, uh, take a next step in their journey or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I love that stuff. I love that you guys are doing this and I love, I just love creating a safe space for people to be vulnerable and talk about, you know, their experiences is so, so important. I feel like now it's just as important, if not more important than ever. So, um, so thank you for doing what you do. Thank you oh, wow. for doing Thank, what we're you so do. thrilled to have you. Yeah. Mutual Thank you. appreciation club here. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to like 80 things that get clipped out of my conversation. No. <laughs> we're like, she hates lesbians. She like, oh, we're gonna, yeah. no. No, no, no. We're no, going to no, deep no, no. fake you to say what a, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Uh, no, you um, you ha- open door to come back whenever you oh, like. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was lovely this having so you. Awesome. And I am at Nicole Payson on Instagram, where you can DM me. Uh, don't DM me on Twitter. I'll never see it. Um, and uh, Lauren, please go ahead. Uh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> I am at Lauren Flams on Twitter, the platform that we talked about how nobody should be on uh and i am lauren underscore flans on instagram we are at coming out pod on twitter and instagram our hashtags are hashtag coming out pod hashtag found ricky shout out to our coming out day patrons kim simone jim w jack adri tanya mandy tia sarah wilson mix michelle forbes Pooh, we bleed philly sammy michelle kaz carmel kieran smiley aaron mitchell vanessa hunt diego hernandez and beyond klexa.com patreon thanks for supporting this wonderful podcast uh, it's wonderful for you to do it if you would like to be on that list or check out any of our tiers of giving starting at one dollar a month you can go to patreon.com slash coming out pod you can also go to spotify apple podcasts uh give us a five-star rating and a nice review for free that really helps or and or you can share this particular episode with mm-hmm. i don't know a, a bisexual person or uh, uh, someone who's coming out today or maybe just someone who likes face and voice actors mm-hmm. also Faces. also great Facing. Or someone yes. in the mafia. Just find somebody oh, yeah, mafia and share person. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, it is National Coming Out Day, uh, but uh, you can share it all year round. And for those uh, who, for anyone who just came out today, congratulations. That's so exciting. That's amazing. For anyone who is not ready to come out yet, we see you and, and we're here for you. And that is totally more than valid. Uh, and for those who have been out for a long ass time, like me and Nicole, Sup. It's our Sup. it's our day. Sup. <laughs> um all right. Thank you again, Janet, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer Solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.